Good evening, Fabcasters. This is our bar with the Drive Time Podcast coming to you on January 22nd, 2017. So the reason why this date is historical for the U.S. is because it marks the anniversary of Roe v. Wade. And Roe v. Wade was the decision by the Supreme Court to legalize abortion. So what I want to do is read an article written by Greg Morse. Now, Greg Morse is a content strategist for DesiringGod.org, and he's also an MDiv student at Bethlehem College and Seminary. I'm not going to add my own thing to this. I'm just going to read this article because it's so awesome. He wrote it last year for the anniversary, um, 2016. So he says this, and uh, so it, because today is a celebration for some, and it's also a day of mourning for others, I'm going to read this article and you tell me what you think. Today is an anniversary, a time for warm smiles and congratulations. Never mind that one black child is killed every minute in America. Never mind that more blacks are lynched in the womb every three days than white supremacists strung up on the streets at the end of the dirt roads. Never mind that more black children were killed last week than the KKK killed in all of their 150 years of horror. No, never mind that. For today is an anniversary, a day to feast, drink, and be merry. Not a day to consider that every other black baby is put down before they see life. Two conceived, one born. Never mind that in some states more black babies are killed than kept. Never mind that blacks are the only minority whose population is in decline. No, never mind that, for today is an anniversary. Not a day to acknowledge that the grim reaper of abortion sickles and harvests black America, claiming twice as many black lives yearly as police violence, gang murders, accidents, heart disease, cancer, AIDS, and all the other illnesses combined. Nor is this the time to wonder why our government gives over half a billion dollars to fund these minority death camps. No, for today is a time for celebration and cheer. For today is an anniversary. Never mind that the skeleton of abortion emerges from Uncle Sam's racist past. Never mind that it was propagated by white uh, eugenists who who aimed to protect America's economy by limiting the threat of a freshly emancipated black population whose workforce consisted of largely unskilled and uneducated workers. Never mind that abortion was an offshoot of, quote, Negro Project. And never mind that the first people against abortion weren't white conservatives, but the Black Panthers and the Nation of Islam because they saw abortion as a civil rights issue. And never mind that their fears have been actualized in today's statistics, which tell us that black babies are five times more likely to be aborted than whites. Or nearly 40% of abortions today are procured by black women, though they are only 12% of the population. Or that two out of every three Planned Parenthood clinics are located in a black community. No, today is a happy day, a special day, a day to mark our calendars, a day to remember, an anniversary. A toast, then, since the gavel sounded on Roe v. Wade 43 years ago today, 
More than 17 million black children have been killed in their own mother's womb. That's the combined populations of New Mexico, West Virginia, Nebraska, Idaho, Hawaii, Maine, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, Montana, Delaware, South Dakota, Alaska, North Dakota, Vermont, and Wyoming. States full of black citizens, fathers, mothers, professionals, students, children, friends, gone. Today is an anniversary. So that's the end of the, of the article. Greg Morse is um, a, a black man. He wrote this article for, for um, Dr. John Piper and DesiringGod.org. And so the numbers since one year have, have increased. Now they said here in the article that 17 million black children have been killed since Roe v. Wade. Um, but since Roe v. Wade, 60 million babies have been aborted. So the actual number of abortions, I've, I've gathered this from numberofabortions.com, which is a lifetime, it's live, and it has it updated by the hour. So in the United States today, 2,729.2 babies have lost their life. Since 1973, Roe v. Wade, on this website, it says 59,737,260.2.3 now have lost their life. The worldwide statistics are even far more um, discombobulating. So since I loaded this website page um, a minute ago, 240 babies have been aborted. Worldwide, for today, 100,300 babies. Worldwide, since 1980, 1.4 billion. So these are heavy, heavy things to think about. I read an article once that said, when is the Christian message going to shift from abortion is murder to, to I'll adopt your baby? I think, that's a good, I think that's a good way to take this. And if that shift happens, I think that's amazing. But I also want to, want to speak to those because I've ha- I have friends now as – as I've gotten to know people and I've got to hear their story and, they, and they've led us in, where do we minister? Where are we called to minister to those who are post-abortive? I hope to have soon uh, one of our very, very close friends, a gal who's post-abortive and that's part of her testimony, to talk about how, how, how that event in her life uh, has been, has affected her as a parent and uh, as a person who has experienced the, the post-trauma and stress of having an abortion and being in a place now to, to speak freely of it and, and going through a program through the church called Forgiven and Set Free, put on by, by Ocean Point Christian Church in Rhode Island. Um, so now getting in touch with, with what, what people meant for evil 
God turn for good and the testimony is just amazing. It's about freedom and it's about forgiveness. It's about self-forgiveness. It's about uh, horizontal forgiveness. It's about vertical forgiveness. It's about letting go of all sorts of bitterness to be freed up because the gospel reminds us and, and teaches us um, that we're no longer to carry shame and guilt over things of the past, even even in the in the case of abortion. So that's coming up soon. Um, as as we remember this day as a day in in history, um, my prayer is God to our nation that that our senses that we'd be um, awakened, awakened to this type of. I'm just gonna um, say it like it is. It's it's deception. It's believing the lie that there is no life in the womb. Um, it's, it's believing the lie that human life um, begins at first breath versus conception. But I'm not ignorant to, to um, I'm not ignorant to not acknowledge that this is, this is a heavy issue on both ends. Uh, for those who haven't had abortions and for those who are post-abortive. And, and, and how do we as believers minister or do we keep this same dark, uh, um, condemning tone? I, I don't think that's the answer. I think with open arms and, and the message of the gospel, which, which means good news literally, is so good because it comes in the midst and it comes with comfort in the midst of a lot of bad news a lot of intense shame, a lot of intense guilt, a lot of, um, a lot of heavy, heavy emotions where forgiveness and the message of the gospel um, comes and frees up a person. So just want us to think about these things on, on this historical day and at the same time to be encouraged that this is why the Savior came. Not so we can Bible bash people or, or get scrappy with the word and, and show people where they're a sinner, but so that we can say to the whole world, man, I'm just, I'm just one broken person trying to reach out to another broken person and saying, join the broken person's club and we'll find our, our healing and we'll find our restoration and we'll find, our, we'll find our, our life in the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. All right, Fabcasters. Talk to you guys later. Keep an eye out for that episode with our friend.